Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to an episode of Hit Chat Chit Chat. Uh, the long await uh, is finally over. Um, we are back. We are rolling. Um, I got my co-host right here, Mr. JP. How you doing, sir? Good, good. Good to be back. Feels oh, good. Sucks. So great. I'm so excited to get rocking and rolling. Um, I mean, right now we're in the midst of a little College World Series, so we got incredible baseball going on. Um, and it's like, you know what? Let's just do this. Let's just screw it. Let's jump in. Yeah. If it ain't if it ain't right, then we'll figure it out next week. You know what I'm saying? We'll just keep yeah. rocking and rolling. Right um, game day rolls around. Swing's not feeling great. You just got to compete. Compete, baby. Compete. I love it. I love it. Um, just a little bit for if we have any uh, possible new viewers or anything like that. Um, with this, my name is Connor Reynolds. Um, I am the owner of RBI Baseball. Um, I am based out of Broomfield, Colorado right now. Uh, I have a facility over here. It's got two different cages. Um, I work with a few different high schools in the area, a few different local travel teams. Um, and then I also do a lot of one-on-one -on -one lessons and group sessions and stuff like that. Um, I am driveline youth development certified, Rapsodo hitting certified, um, uh, Chad Longworth, Chad Longworth uh, certified. So we got that one in there too. Uh, and just really love to, uh, you know, work with players, trying to make them better. That's my biggest goal. And so started this podcast um, September 08. If you get that reference, comment down below. But uh, in September of last year, uh, or no, September about two years ago um, in 2020. And then last year uh, in September of 2021 is when I first started bringing on guests. And now uh, we've got a little co-host and uh, Mr. JP. We're here. Um, JP Pisson, uh currently working at Driveline uh, in Seattle, uh, but I've coached some college baseball in the past. Um, Connor from way back in the day. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, excited to do this again. Excited to get back after it. Uh, it's always a good time talking. Dude, I'm pumped. I can't wait. Uh, and honestly, really, just to kind of get back into the swing of everything, um, what have you been up to, Mr. JP? What's going on? Um, what's yeah. it looking like day to day, kind of over there uh, from the last time we talked? Yeah, uh, yeah, we had uh, kind of wrapped wrapped up the pro off season. Uh, I think it was kind of right around the last time we talked. So, um, you know, got a lot of our pro guys out off to spring training after the lockout, and uh, got our indie ball guys out uh, out to their seasons and had a little down period, which was kind of nice. And um, I actually got the opportunity to work with a professional softball player. Uh, playing in the Athletes Unlimited League. Um, they play on ESPN. Like, uh, anybody wants to take a watch. Um, but that was a cool experience. Um, you know, learned, definitely learned a lot. Um, something I never really thought I'd be doing. Uh, but it was really cool to work with her and, and kind of get a different perspective and um, learn a lot about softball. Um, and other than that, we, we're in full college summer mode here. Um, we got, you know, a lot of athletes coming through every day. Um, so doing, doing swing designs and running groups and uh, doing online training so a lot of a lot of opportunities to work with guys which is really good that's awesome dude that's awesome and how did like you said you never really expected to look to do something uh, kind of like that um, are you referring to working in the softball space or are you referring yeah. to working with a professional softball player <laughs> I mean both uh, both but uh, yeah working working in softball is never something I really I'd be doing, uh, but you know, I I 
coached a college softball player um, last summer, and um, so they were like, "Hey, you're you got the most softball knowledge around here, so uh, you know, here you go." Um, so yeah, didn't didn't really think about working with professional athletes uh, before uh, maybe the last twelve months, and, and definitely didn't think I was working with softball players. Well, shoot, dude. I mean, if it takes if one athlete is what's putting you uh, in the ranks, man, now that you have two, one a college and one professional, I, I think you're booked up for the rest of like your career, dude. That's the running joke around here is that I'm going to be the director of softball now. When <laughs> softball athlete comes in, I'm the guy. Hey, now, if that's the case, if we do have any softball players that are uh, listening – if my man JP is the director of softball out there, you know for a fact that thing's going to be one of the best programs you can put together. So, I mean, if that's the case, <laughs> sign up now. The registration spots are about to get jacked up here in the next year or two. Sign up now. Get in the door now. My man JP yeah. is going to take that over. Yeah, we're, we're a little ways behind, uh, away from, from having a full-fledged program, but... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun working with her and continuing to do so through the season. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, for you, what – because I've, I've dabbled with a little softball here and there. Um, mm -hmm. It's something that I've really wanted to get more into. Uh, yeah. But one of those things to where I also haven't necessarily, like, pushed it too hard, um, kind of just allowed, like, word of mouth to come around – um, I worked with like one softball player a year ago for like a month right at the end of like her high school season and right before she went off for college. Uh, I mean, it was like two months, wasn't too big, but I liked it a lot. Um, I actually worked with a lot of softball players at uh, uh, Bardo's. Um, oh, I actually yeah. like went through and we had a Team Colorado softball team. And uh, they did uh, the instruction. I worked with them on infield and hitting. And I got to say, dude, I actually enjoyed working with the softball players at that age than I did the baseball players. Um, they just listened so much more. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> the professional softball players listened awesome. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if they grow out of that then or what, but, like, Dude, literally anything, like, if I told them to swing with their head, like, you know, looking the other way, they were going to try it. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Or you'll tell, you know, like, an eighth grader uh, playing baseball, like, hey, man, you know, we need, you know, bat speed's important, like, this, this, and this. And they're just like, no, it's not. Sure. <laughs> it's yeah, just like, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely not as much pushback uh, with, the, with the softball players. And, um, yeah, I don't know why that is. Uh, it might be, you know, just a female thing or – uh, you know, the way, way softball is coached, I, I'm not sure, but definitely seems to be a little bit easier to get some of that out of them. Well, dude, um, I'm not going to lie. Over here has been an absolute blast no. and a small headache, small of like. Those two things often come together. Dude, Those it's been. Yeah. Um, I want to give a little quick shout out to Hit Tracks. Shout out Hit Tracks. Thank you for getting me uh, the uh, the Hit Tracks camera um, that arrived a couple weeks ago. Uh, been waiting for it for a, a little bit, uh, a little bit, and so it finally showed up. So that was that's been a lot of fun getting guys in. Um, the system that we had prior 
uh, before I moved out here is we would live stream all of our lessons. And then I would just have an offset TV be on the like YouTube or Twitch channel that I'm streaming on. And generally you get a natural five to 10 second delay and stuff like that. Um, with not necessarily the most consistent Wi-Fi over here, um, I'm, I'm, I jimmy rigged it from four doors down. <laughs> and so, uh, sometimes when one of the range extenders is, uh, you know, running a little slow that day, um, our 4k cameras will drop down to like 720 and it's like, so we actually started, uh, just recording and not streaming. So that way we could, would always get, you know, that 4k, um, and then we could edit and post and take out all the times that we're picking up baseballs and stuff. But then we learned that that actually took away our ability for instant replay. Uh, and so that I was like, you know, it'd be really nice if that camera would get here. It'd be nice when the game and then it came. And ever since then, we've been able to have a little instant replay, um, being able to have every single swing have video that we can either A, go to YouTube and look up from three different angles or if you just wanted to be like quick, 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 pull it up, just go to hit tracks, pull it up, look at the video, easy peasy. So um, that's been a lot of fun. I've had to go through two different mounts um, because of where it's like placed. Uh, I originally put on like a plastic mount um, and I was like fighting through the net, trying to tighten it. I couldn't get it tight enough. And so every time someone would hit, it would shift and move. And so finally got like a metal one for it. So it's just been a lot of like trial and error. There's a lot of like little tedious things over here. And so like, it's been super fun, like putting it all together. But like I said, it also been like, like yesterday out of nowhere, Wi-Fi just completely shut down. And so um, like I have a pitching machine that has a feeder connected to it that runs off of a Wi-Fi switch. Uh, so that way I don't have to be there feeding it. That wasn't working. Um, music wasn't working. Uh, we have like a parent zone where I can stream the hit tracks TV all the way down to the far end. So that way the parents can watch that wasn't working. Just, it was like, uh, um, but yeah. <laughs> you know, we're making it work, dude. We're making it work. So it's been pretty fun. Yeah. The technology is awesome. Uh, it's great to use until it breaks. <laughs> the worst in the world. <laughs> and then it's back to the stone age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's all over. Yeah, try to turn it off and turn it back on. <laughs> Dude, oh my lord. Um, I do have something that I can't remember if I had shown you this in the past or mm -hmm. if I haven't. I can't remember. And so I want to just show you a, a new little bat that I got and you let me know where your mind goes, what you're thinking, all that good stuff, okay? All right. Let's get This, sir. <laughs> we did talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now Nick, yeah. we official, baby. We official. Ready to go. So we now have, am I able to flip this camera? Oh, no, it's backwards. Oh, well, I don't care. Um, we now have uh, a, like, legit person making these for me now, too. Okay. Let's go. So we got this. This is now called, we're calling it the Ribby Bat. Um, you guys will actually be able to find this on Bergbats uh, on their website. Um, local dude from Colorado, well, local for me, um, based out of Colorado Springs and stuff like that. Um, I was able to, we got five different types of trainers. Um, 
he's able to go through. I sent him over the prototype of this guy, and um, uh, he was like, I think we can make that work. And we like scoured the internet trying to find it. I sent him all the dimensions, and this is product one. Um, right over here. We have the prototype. So it's pretty cool to see like from a broken a little bat, from a broken bat I found in the trash can to something a little bit more, uh, a little bit more put together, right? It's yeah. Official shout out to the laser. My man over at Bird Bass did a great job. We got a few other dudes training. Um, first one that I want you to kind of see, and you let me know how you feel. This is actually the first time I've seen this one. Uh, okay. Okay, a little like split a split grip, grip action. Back. A little split okay. grip action, okay? Yeah. Um, okay. He was walking me through, and he was like, yeah, I've got the model. I can make two handles with it. And I was like, let's do it, baby. Okay. Um, yeah. I think next one, I'm going to try and have it be a little bit higher. So that way there mm -hmm. is a little bit more of a split. Um, yeah. But I've been working through, and a lot of my guys that have been struggling to, like, have that body turn, mm -hmm. this has been awesome for them. Um, and immediately every time, if they go to roll over, their bat just points to the sky. And right. so showing my guys like that, hey, if your bat's doing that, it's because of this. And it's like we need, instead of being here, we need to be here. Like that difference mm -hmm. right there um, has been really awesome for them. And then we have the scoop. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. A little smiley face. Got to, nice. baby. Got to. Always have this. I'm a big fan. Putting a little smiley face on some things. That way, when kids are like, how am I supposed to do it? Face the smiley face. If it's smiling at you, you smile back at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and so going through with this, I'm super excited uh, to be rocking with this guy. I've been wanting. I actually envisioned that bat almost possibly over two years ago and because uh, I've seen the flat bat but I, I couldn't find anything that had the barrel on the backside so I wanted to hit more than just you know wiffle balls now I'm not hitting them off of like real baseballs off the machine but I wanted the ability to you know a little front toss you know what I'm saying and so um, you know two years in the making we're finally able to rock and roll with it I'm really excited about that um, we actually have a little mini foam jug machine in the back area too. And so we've been using a lot with that. Um, and then I recently just purchased something. JP, if you could help me out with it a little bit. I think it's like the Smash Factor balls, something like that. I've heard of those. I've yeah, of those. can you walk me through that a little bit more? Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, our Smash Factor balls are kind of like some other foam ball. Um, what would my name was? Uh, some other foam balls, uh, except uh, we we really liked using them, um, but we we didn't like the fact that we couldn't uh, use them at high velocities. Um, so uh, they they were just too light and squishy, so the air would take them and just just lift them uh, too much. So try and recreate like actual pitch descent angles and, and things like that uh, with those balls was just challenging. You just had to do it at lower speeds. So uh, we made. Uh, 
foam balls are a little bit denser, uh, same size as a baseball, but uh, denser, heavier, so the air is not going to take it as much. Um, they do ride still a little bit, um, but you can kind of uh, tweak the wheels a little bit and, and kind of make it a little bit more realistic. And uh, with our pro guys this offseason, we, you know, we ran that thing up to 95 miles an hour, and uh, it was a flat fastball. It was a very flat fastball, but uh, it, uh, it, it was close enough, and it, and it does the job really well for a lot of guys. Um, it's, it's kind of something we use every day um, all the time because there's just the contact quality feedback's really good. Um, and, and guys aren't worried about breaking bats. They're, they're not worried about their hands blowing up. So I think it's a good introduction to higher velocity environments uh, when you're working on movement patterns without uh, having kids kind of shy away from uh, worrying about catching off the handle and things like that. Um, they can kind of trust the move uh, without worrying about that and then kind of blend them into uh, high velocity machine work uh, with baseballs. I like that a lot. I like that a lot, especially on the fact that I'll be able to hit those with this. Like that yep. was when I was going through and that was like for me the deciding factor because I don't have any – I have only like cage or pitching machine balls. Like we've been using just rate like real baseball. I mean pitching machine balls, but like we don't have any of the foam guys or anything. Like we have the minis, but not out of the real machine stuff. And <laughs> – um, I mean, right now I have five different of this gentleman's demo bats uh, and stuff like that. And it's like, don't really want to throw a, a youngin on the machine with real baseballs and a demo wood bat. Um, let's let's let you swing off the tee with those. And then yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, man, it'd be really nice to be able to hit like the machine with the flat bats. And then also... Here it is. You'll know this one. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, baby. The old oh, yeah. angle. And so when I got this guy, when I had the paddles, I was sitting there and I was like, e easy, easy move, easy move. Um, and then the other aspect of, of me getting it, I have a college guy from Feather River uh, that was based out of the area. He actually just had hamate bone surgery removing his and so it was like he's like man like i don't know if i like want to try that out right away i'm like dude we'll rock tennis balls in these smash fat or these smash factors until you feel comfortable like there's no point in us jumping to it yo tell me not that this is just crazy he's a i'm 99 sure he's a 2019 grad okay has been at juco the last two years redshirted his for or uh well three years Two, two years, two years, two years. So you graduated in 19, went out in that fall, 1920, and then that's when uh, uh, COVID hit. And so then this year when they came out, he ended up getting – they didn't know that he was going to need handmade surgery, but he had been feeling something was off. And it was one game before he broke the medical red shirt uh, threshold. Oh. Oh. Before, before. Oh, oh, one game so, before. Yeah, okay. So he, okay. no, he's yeah, he is like, fully uh, I know, ooh. right? No, uh, that's that's what happened to me when I was in college. I was one game beyond it, and I had eight pinch hit, like eight or eight or seven pinch hits in the last two innings with a run spread of more than five. 
That's so tough. That's so tough. I was just yeah, like, I've what been, are we doing right now? And I've been I've been helping some guys like you know recruiting, transferring stuff like that, and like the the eligibility stuff with COVID and everything is just like, oh my god, dude, this <laughs> dude has four years so still. Yeah, and he I'm like, like six years, like he had nothing. Dude, it's, it's crazy. crazy. I remember when it was my, I was at Northeastern. And we had a dude that was going on his sixth year. And yeah. we thought, we were like, we I called am. him grandpa. Yeah. And, and now I, that's just like. Everyone. Normal. Yeah, everybody's got that. <laughs> Everyone's going to have it's masters crazy. by the end of the, end of the next yeah. little bit. Because they yeah. have to. It's going to be masters of like, you know, breathing. Just yeah, so that way. <laughs> but I was like. I'm like, you have four years of eligibility? He's like, yeah. Wild. Wild. Jeez Louise. So that that was a big reason. Um, I mean, the ability to use it on the demo bats, the ability to use it um, on my paddle bats, and then having one of going to be one of my, like, main guys to have handmade surgery and be like, boom. And so when you're like, you know, it doesn't hurt the hands, doesn't do this, doesn't do this, I was just like, here's my monies. You let yeah. me know when. It was one of those things we kind of did off the cuff, you know, to try and come up with something. And we got, you know, the first batch and, and started using We are like, oh, yeah, no, this is, this is it. <laughs> we hit a home run with this. This is something we can use all the time. Like, we need more. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been, it's been good. I'm glad everybody gets to use them now. And, um, How quick of a turnaround, if you're allowed to ask, is it from – like can like thought to on the floor like when was it like hey what if we made plyo balls that could go through the machine essentially and yeah. when was it hey we're smelling uh we're using smash factor baseballs and then when when was it hey we are selling smash factor baseballs yeah uh yeah it's, it kind of depends on the, yeah yeah it kind of depends uh like what else is going on but for smash balls uh it was probably uh, I don't know, a couple months before we got them, uh, after talking about them. And then we, we've had them for, uh, we probably got them maybe a month, you know, there got, got a second shipment, got a bunch more, uh, maybe a couple months after, and then, uh, kind of decided to sell them pretty quickly after that. So, uh, we kind of went from idea to product in eight months. Um, and, and then, you know, the actual release and everything like that, significantly longer uh you know with the with the marketing and getting production done and and all that kind of stuff um it's quite a bit longer but we've been using them for six seven months now on the floor every day that's Uh, nice yeah it's been really good um really good there's a i mean it's just it's night and day like it's one of those things that you start using you're like oh yeah i'd never want to coach without this ever again (laughs) i'm so excited Uh, um yeah, it, you'll you'll love them. They're perfect for stuff like that too. Like, hey, I'm, I'm worried about hitting baseball. It's cool. We don't have to. That's right. Uh, we had a we had a MLB guy this this off season, um, and his trainer was like, yeah, you know, I've been trying to push him like to hit off the the velocity high velocity machines like 95 out of the eye pitch. Like he's got to do it. He's got to do it. Um, and then you know he started just hitting smash balls. He was like, oh, I could hit this. Like I I could hit this. Like I won't break my bat and like. So oh, just, so that's they, why he was trying to get him on the high velo. 
Yeah, he was like, hey, like he he we were doing they were doing front toss and BP and stuff, and he was like, hey, like you gotta hit high velocity pitching, um, and so they just they hit a lot of short uh, smash balls uh, until he kind of got comfortable with the velo and then started hitting baseballs um, kind of towards the end of the offseason. So, did was the athlete more so not a fan of the high velo on the aspect of possible injury slash? bat shattering or not comfortable with like just the fact of high velocity i i don't know i don't know we can speculate uh you know because he's he's one he's a he's a guy that hits velocity really well so that's confusing yeah so then when he was like i don't really want to do it off the machine we were like what do you mean like (laughs) you, you, you hit 95 plus better than anybody in the league like what do you mean you don't want to do it off the machine <laughs> but hey like it's one of those things you're just like all right cool we'll come up with a better way like Sounds come up good, with something baby. else <laughs> no problem. you're in the show so like clearly you know you you run this baby <laughs> yeah you got you gotta, this. We'll, we'll kind of tailor it to you so, <laughs> i guess i'm gonna tell you you're wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> well dude that's sick what has um as i'm looking up this uh, little doodad that we talked about earlier. Um, for you, what, as a coach, what have you seen in your coaching style or approach in the last year? Like, what have you noticed has changed in positive, negative, like, whatever it is, what have you noticed being a little bit different in the last year? Yeah. Um, uh, a lot, uh, to be honest. I'm, uh, I mean, I think the, the big things are, are probably just like young coaching, uh, learning a little bit that, Hey, you're not a player anymore. Shut up and let the kid play, uh, type stuff. But I think the, the biggest things have been like, I, I don't talk as much, uh, when the kids are hitting, um, and, and I'm much slower to, uh, give them advice if they're failing. Uh, it's it's much more like hey like here's the target hit it and if they fail for a round I probably don't say anything if they fail for another round I might say something at the end about you know hey this is why it's happening uh, and then by the third round if they're still really struggling and I'll kind of step in versus uh, I think a coach uh, I think me coaching 12 months ago uh, that first round I would have been giving them uh, all the soup and just telling them a bunch of stuff so. Uh, I think, yeah, the the time that it takes for guys to figure it out and just trusting that they will and the environment's good enough is, is kind of the biggest change. Hey, there we go. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, good or bad, uh, I think there's there's value to both uh, in some ways. But I think at the end of the day, like they got to get in the box and play the game. So, uh, you know, you can't keep chewing them up when they do that. So. Uh, it's it's kind of figure it out time, especially when we get some machine work where they're facing ninety mile an hour fastballs and eighty five mile an hour sliders. It's like yeah, like I you can't think about whatever the hell I'm telling you and hit that. Like it's just not gonna happen. Um, so is that something that like was that like an aha moment essentially? Was was there like one situation where it kind of like hit you and you're just like, oh yeah, all right. I, I think it wasn't necessarily one moment, but it was consistently over and over. I'd be talking or working with one player and I'd mention something to a kid 
uh, like, you know, false light goal, uh, you know, some bad passing or whatever. Uh, and I'd be working with another kid for a couple rounds, and I'd kind of be peeking over, and this kid's just, like, not figuring it out. I'm like, oh, man, I really need to go over there and talk to him. And then by the time I'd get back over there, he had figured it out and was just, like, hammering baseballs. And I was just like, oh, I guess you didn't need me at all. <laughs> um, you, you were fine the whole time. <laughs> Uh, so it was just kind of like the constant uh, reoccurrence of that happening, where I was just like, maybe I should just not, maybe I should just let him figure it out a little bit longer. A little uh, FYO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll get it. They'll learn. If the environment's good enough, they'll figure it out. I love how you just said that. I love how you just said that. I really do. Because for me, like... That's the reason I try and make it to where, on my end of things, the environment is as sustainable without consistent feedback. Like, I want us to operate smooth. Like, I've actually seen kids, like, hit, stop, and wait for instruction from a coach during a lesson where it's like, you just, every swing hit, what this time? Swing hit. What do you what this time? I like, just like, what are we doing right here? And so, like, going through uh, and making that, like, adjustment and allowing, again, if the environment is allowing it, um, allowing the athlete to make that adjustment for me uh, was something that, like, has taken a long time. And I'm still fighting with that every single day. Where it's like, you yeah, see thanks. something, and you're like. Yeah, because it's just like the coach in you is like, I want to help. Like, I want to help this poor guy. Uh, he's just up there just wearing it. In his <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. uh, but yeah, and that's hard for kids to learn, too. Because, like, if they've, if they've been around coaching that's, uh, that's really hands-on uh, and, you know, kind of get into our place where it's like, hey, like, we're going to give you the direction. We're going to point you that way. But, like, you got to figure out how to get there. <laughs> I, can't, I can't swing for you. And you definitely don't want me to. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's like, a reason I'm coaching it. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, they, you know. Uh, yeah. So uh, it takes kids a while to get it. But I think once it kind of clicks for them, normally only about three or four weeks, it, they're like, oh, oh, no, I can do this. I am capable of kind of figuring it out on my own. Uh, I don't need to keep running to my trainer and asking him what's going what kind of relationship have you noticed? Is it for you, if you have a better relationship with an athlete, is that something to where you might bite your tongue a little bit longer or possibly a little bit shorter than if you have kind of like a brand new athlete? Like, do you, what is your threshold if it's a brand new athlete? Like, is it, I don't want them to feel hopeless. I want to talk on every single one. And as we go, they gain confidence of, one, knowing what we're trying to accomplish, like the, the goal outcome. Um, and then two, do, is it something to where, um, you know, maybe you don't say a word if they're a brand new athlete. Like how, how do you go about that with the relationship? Obviously it's going to be a little different player to player, but like generally. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I put out a tweet like last week talking about uh, an education term called self-efficacy. Um, and it's essentially just like an individual's belief that they can accomplish a task. Um, so it's kind of like confidence, uh, but, it, but it has to do more with like overcoming obstacles. Um, and so I think the, when I step in or say something for a new athlete, uh, especially their first week, it's very overwhelming. Uh, and so 
what I am trying to do when I step in isn't necessarily get them to hit better. Uh, what I'm trying to do is get them to realize that, like, hey, you might suck today. And that's okay because I want, I know, and I want you to know that you are capable of overcoming this challenge. Like, you are, you have an, just improve their self efficacy to the point where they can. Uh, you know, come to me two, three weeks later and be like, hey, like, I, I got it, or like, hey, I PR'd, and like, because um, you know, that, that first week's very overwhelming, especially when guys just haven't seen velocity. It's like, we high school kids have come in here and it's like, well, like, here's a 85 mile an hour left handed slider, like, good luck. Like, of course, they're going to be terrible. Like, <laughs> so uh, when I step in, it's less hitting stuff. Uh, you know, I don't really care about their swing at that point. I just want them to have enough self-efficacy to just kind of push through it and keep going there's a little spat i got into <laughs> i'm just gonna throw you the main tweet i'm not gonna say who said what or what it is and i just want you to go through and you give me your first initial reaction are you ready ready hitters have the misconception that if they swing the bat harder then the ball will go further in reality you can swing under control so you can hit it on the sweet spot, and the ball will go for, uh, farther. Barrel ability is key. Favorite term, barrel ability. I don't know what that means. <laughs> barrel ability. Um, yeah, I, I, I just saw that tweet. Um, I don't <laughs> – I, I think hearing it again the second time, it makes a little bit more sense, uh, especially with, like, the actual words. Uh, like, cause swinging harder is something I try not to say. I try not to tell anybody to swing harder, uh, cause often it's just like ten from like ninety, everything like that. Uh, so like, yeah, swinging harder isn't necessarily going to uh, make you hit the ball harder, uh, cause your bat bat might suck now and like you can't make contact stuff like that, which I think is what he's getting at. Uh, yes. But I think the issues that cropped up with that tweet is swinging harder often equates to like bat bat, uh, which which is very, like, uh, if, if you replace swing harder with increase your bat speed, I'd be like, this tweet is terrible. This is the worst <laughs> tweet in the world. It doesn't make any sense. Like, there's science would disagree with you an infinite amount. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think yeah, swinging harder uh, versus swinging under control is correct. But to, to suggest that bat speed uh, doesn't impact your uh, exit velocity is just, like, blatantly wrong. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm still taking, the, like, let's go through. I want to see. Um, I said, oh, all right, a little further tweet. Um, same person that posted the original one. It does, uh, oh, okay, so. Uh, somebody had responded and said, if bat speed is something you're saying is not a factor and hitting the ball on the sweet spot is more important, then keep telling your hitters to slow down. But this will then require a quicker decision point for that player's swing. Um, in response, this person said, no, it does not require a quicker decision time. Let's get out. Let's get your head out of the books and into the real world. Just a, a terrible argument. <laughs> this is a bad argument. Uh, 
uh, yeah, out of the books into the real world. Like the stuff in the books is based on the real world. Like, <laughs> it was written know, from the real world. Yeah, like that's how science is done. Like you observe things, you hypothesize, you test things in the real world, and then you write it down. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think like yeah, the time to contact will have to be uh, slower just because you're not moving as fast. Um, so uh, even if you're just talking about from like the point of the downswing to contact, like if your bat is not moving fast, it's not going to travel that distance as fast. It's going to have to be. You have to start that process earlier, so therefore, time to make a decision would be slower. But you know, uh, I guess it's got own. a different, different interpretation of what that means. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We I had, the, I actually had uh, a bunch of incoming freshmen in the facility today. Um, we had one of the local high school teams bring their guys over. And um, we just essentially talked about, like, hey, if you can increase your bat speed, that means you either, A, can swing later and still acquire possibly the same result, or, B, hit it farther without having to increase your mass as much. Um, yeah. I like to just jump to F equals M times A. Um, your M isn't going to change from the beginning of your swing to the end of your swing, but the A is uh, and so just going through and just understanding, like, hey, if we can swing faster, um, if we can be able to attain those things, um, then we're going to be in a better spot. Our miss hits are going to be a lot better. Um, when we barrel it, it's going to be a lot better. Um, just little things like that. And uh, a lot of them kind of, like, were sitting there. And then I also talked a little bit about rotational acceleration and uh, just – explain the difference between bat speed and acceleration and stuff like that and just watching like uh, yeah i mean like the, the the ultimate argument uh if you're gonna argue anything any training plans protocols anything like that like the only two things that will increase your exit velocity are hitting squaring it up better uh or like increasing your contact barrelability Barrelability, which gets a little dicey because contact efficiency is a little it's very complicated um but uh the only other thing is you can do to increase your exit velocity is, is increase your bat speed or i mean you could increase the pitch speed but you don't really have any control over that so it really comes down to like those two like, <laughs> just scoot up in the box yeah you scoot up in the box like that'll that'll make the ball move faster uh so like if you're gonna talk to me about uh like making a hitter better um we can, I, I guess we can argue that exit velocity is not important, which, I, once again, is just a ridiculous argument. Uh, but we could argue that. But let's say we agree that exit velocity is important. If you're going to tell me how to train a hitter and you don't mention uh, whether you're trying to increase their contact quality or whether you're trying to increase their bat speed, I don't really know what we're talking about. Like, I don't really think we're training hitters at that point. We're just trying stuff, hoping it works. Uh, yeah, that, that whole argument of like get out of the books is just funny to me. <laughs> oh, was, what? I, once he said that, I was just like, what do "You mean?" That's my okay. time. That I I was actually really proud of myself. That was one of the first times I think that I got into a semi spat, and I did not continuously keep posting. Yeah. Like normally, I'll, oh, oh, dude, yeah. I will die on every hill. That's what it takes us for. Sometimes you just gotta be like, okay, dude, I'm just telling you what is uh, science says. So, 
But that's that's what the books say, JP. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, cool. If you wanna, you know, wanna not believe in science, then sick. You know, go enjoy the flat Earth, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great comparison. (laughs) It is. It is. It's just like, hey, science says the Earth's not flat. I don't believe. I'm just gonna start referring to those people as that. Flat Earthers. Flat Earthers. (laughs) Like yeah. if you just like if you just see me call someone a flat earther, like <laughs> that's that's what that's it is. what I'm talking about. I love that. That's I'm gonna make shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I'll make shirts. I yeah. I mean, the only way to argue against that is like you're gonna have to argue against uh, like a mathematical model that we have. So like, if you want to do that, I'm sick. Love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> Like, I will read that. Let me know yeah. when, and yeah. I'll be there for the live tweets. I'll, I'll be there immediately. But, uh, yeah, if you're not going to do that, and that's not where your argument's going to start, then you are not. You don't really have an argument. You just have opinion. I've got, I got some. It's not re- necessarily related to hitting, but. Yeah. You ready for Shoot. it? Ready. So, playing in a tournament where we will not name the organization who ran it, but uh, it was held... uh, Ah, fuck it. Uh, So Game Day put together a tournament. (laughs) Uh, And we are playing. It is 4-4 to going into the 5th. It is hour 45, no new inning, uh, two-hour drop debts. Okay. So there is... We're at the hour 42 mark, and we are the away team, and we just started our inning. So we have 18 minutes left before drop dead, and it is four to four. We are away. We hit for 18 minutes. Okay. Oh, yes. We tied. How? Well, because the other team is home and because they didn't get an opportunity to hit because they couldn't get three outs in 18 minutes, we revert back to the last completed inning. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. If you're going to pick, if you're going to have a drop dead time, have a drop dead time. If you're not, then, like, we should have just stopped. <laughs> can't find stop. it anywhere in the rules that they claim are on the website. Not nowhere. Now we yeah. ended up winning the tournament. Like, oh yeah. So like, really glad, like happy about that. But dude, I was livid. Like, it was four four. Like, like our dudes haven't. I mean, like we've hit the ball around, but we have not put together like a two out rally. Like, we've put the ball, but, dude, I think we scored three runs with two outs. Like, like massive stuff. And we're out there, we're playing, and the umpires are, all right, game time. Me and my coach look at each other, and we just hit for fucking 18 minutes, dude. Like, let's go. And then, so we go, and we play, we play a game right away. We beat that team 20 to nothing in two innings. So I'm like – we're rolling, baby. What's well, good? I drive over. We have that was our 16s. Where our 12U was playing uh, somewhere else, so I drive over to 12U. 
I'm walking in. I'm like, what's up, boys? Like, we just won the World Series. Like, what's good? Blah, 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 blah. And then the the guy that runs the organization, he's like, man, that sucks. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? We're two and zero. Like, we just yeah. we we scored twenty eight runs today, my guy. Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, the first game was a tie. What? So that was that was a thrill. Live it, dude. Live it. Now, are you ready for the craziest part? So let's apply this logic in a non-tied situation. If we were losing four to three going into that inning, we would have lost that fucking game. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. So now the other team has an incentive to where if that was the situation, let's say they were winning four to three, and then we score six in that inning. Just waste time. I'm going to tell my kids start fucking throwing that thing around. Yeah. Like, 700 pick on. You're telling me that I have no incentive to be able to complete and get three outs. No incentive. So here's my other question then. So if we would have had to our, our guy when there was two minutes left in the game before drop dead, step on the plate and bunt. If they get right. one batter to come up, is that what's considered a, no. uh, an inning? Yeah. And now we're just not even talking about baseball stuff. We're just talking about gaming it. All because of that stupid rule. Game day, fix it, dude. You guys have been <laughs> around for like six years hosting high school tournaments. Fix that. Uh, yeah. What are we doing? This is my first game day tournament I've ever played in. Yeah, tough, tough intro. <laughs> tough intro. Oh man. But yeah, so that was that was wild. In the there. tournament. That's good. Wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, bro, you have anything else for the people? Oh man, uh, good to be back. Really good. Uh, love love chatting it up, talking baseball. No, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get this rolling. Um. For everyone listening at home, uh, this is Wednesday. Uh, I will have this out on Thursdays. So this will be like right after this. I'm going to chop, 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 put it up, uh, and go from there. So you guys are listening. This is Thursday. What is that? June 23rd. And this is getting recorded on uh, Wednesday the 22nd. Um, we're going to be recording every Wednesday uh, pretty much from here on out. And then on Thursdays, it will get posted. You guys can find us on Spotify, Apple, um, Google Pod, I believe, Anchor.fm, YouTube. This is Hit Chat Chit Chat. And, yeah, thank you guys for joining.